of the day to be alive, smile. Uh, I hope you're doing well. I pray that your life is going good. I pray that you are healthy. And I just pray that you have peace in your mind and we give God all the glory and praise for just to be alive one more day. This time I wanted to try to flip it. Now I want you to smile because you are alive. Now I want you to smile because you have your health and strength. Smile because it could be worse and smile because it will get better. I know a lot of times I do that last, but just thinking about that, I wanted to start off with that first. Uh, there's nothing like uh, smiling and relieving you from things that has been bothering you before we even get started. So I'm gonna try to keep that every week on the front end. I may still say it on the back end, but we're going to start off smiling because God has been too good for us to be down and depressed about things of this world. So today we're going to deal with Romans 12 and 1. Um, some of you may know the scripture. But in my walk with God, I never assume that people know scripture. Uh, I try to watch and keep myself from saying a very familiar passage of scripture because every scripture is not familiar with everybody. And, uh, so today we're going to deal with Romans 12, 1 and 2. So much happening, so much taking place. Uh, we have to remain faithful to God. We have to remain in His care. We have to remain and keep living with His Spirit and making sure that we stay on the Lord's side no matter what we do. Make sure that we are still being a beacon of light in this dark world. And I'm going to read the scriptures before we go into prayer. It says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I read Romans 12, 1 and 2 in the New Living Translation. Shall we pray, Lord God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We asking that you forgive us from our sins, knowing and unknowing, Lord God. And Lord, we 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 count it our joy to be alive. We we count it our joy to have life and have it everlasting. And Lord, we're just praying that you touch all of our hearts. You touch all of our minds to keep our minds and hearts stayed on you, oh God, because you are 
the one that's going to bring us through the trials and the tribulations. So, Lord, we just praying that you help us to think more of you than of the problems because you are the ultimate problem solver. And, Lord, we thank you for being God and being God all alone. And, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus, for, to die for our sins. And, Lord, we're just praying that you touch our hearts and minds as we go into this study. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Amen. So, again, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, New Living Translation. And so, dear brothers... And sisters, I like the way Paul starts this off because there are brothers and sisters listening to this. But uh, uh, and so, dear brothers and sisters, Paul said, "Look, I plead with you to give your bodies to God." And you know, I I want to stop right there because people of the world do not fully understand the reason why we are the way we are. Because if they did, they wouldn't wonder why we do what we do. If they fully understood, they wouldn't wonder why we don't do certain things that the world does. And, and, and here in the scripture, Paul is pleading with the people and, and I'm pleading with you to give your bodies to God. That, that means all of you. You give your life. That means everything that is about you as a person. I'm just praying that you give your bodies to God. And, and it's, it's not just for you to give it, just to give it. It's, it's not that you don't have a reason there is a reason behind us giving ourselves to God. There's a reason behind it. And, and, and people that watch us do what we do, sometimes they wonder why do they do this? Why don't they do this? Because there is a reason. Be, but the thing about it is, they are curious about the reason, but when we tell them the reason, they still don't want to believe it. But the Bible here says that we owe it to God. We owe it to God to give ourselves to him. Why? Because the scripture said, because of all he has done for you. It's personal. The scripture said, because of all he has done for you. So just take a second and just think about everything that God has done for you, not only in 2020, but just look back over your life and think things over. I'm sure if you can just look at your hands, you won't be able to put it on two hands because he's done so much for all of us, you have a story. You have a testimony. And because of everything he has done for us, Paul is saying, give yourselves to God. 
I'm saying because of everything that God has done for you, you are to give your all to God. We owe him. And it says, let them be a living and a holy sacrifice. A lot of people want to please God, but they don't want to be holy. I hate to bust your bubble, but you cannot please God and not want to live holy. If you don't want to live holy, you can't please God. And if you want to please God, you have to live holy. Because God is a holy, righteous God. So if you want to please him, be holy. Well, Sanford, what, what are you talking about? Because the scripture says, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. Mm. The sacrifice is living because it is brought alive to the altar. The sacrifice is living because it stays alive at the altar and it is ongoing. We must be a ongoing living, giving ourselves to God every day, every hour, every second of our life. He's asking for us to be a living sacrifice. Light in the world. But also, we should be holy because even in the Old Testament, everything, every sacrifice that was brought to God was to be without a blemish. And it was acceptable. So here it says, this is truly the way to worship him. Yes, we have praise and worship doing service, but if we truly want to worship him, we must be a living and a holy sacrifice. God makes our life holy by burning away our impurities. And as we present 
our bodies a living sacrifice. God makes us better. You know, the other day I was advising a student on Zoom and, and we were talking and she said, uh, I'm interested in, in pottery. She said, you know, the way they put the thing on the wheel and it spin around and they shape it with their hands. Basically, when we are presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice, it is just God shaping us like pottery. Shaping us to be more and more like him. But you know what? We have a decision to make. Because Paul wouldn't be here pleading if he wasn't expecting a decision. So I'm pleading with you all to make a decision to be a living and a holy sacrifice. Living, that means every day that you wake up and you have life and breath in your body, you should get up out of your bed and say, Lord, this day is for you. And you should say that every day, not only to yourself, but say, Lord, I'm going to try my best to make this day for you. Because we are and should be a living sacrifice. But in these times, you know, we there's so much going on. There's so much uh, distractions. There is so much bickering and arguing going on. And, and, and I find this text to be a very timely because the scripture says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. And, and, and you know when we look at these different flags around the United States of America and people are born every day and they are still being taught about these different flags and this one particular uh, 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 race is just holding on to this flag and, and I, I just have a problem with understanding how can you say or do you say you love God but you're still trying to live by these worldly customs. Worldly customs. Worldly devices. Worldly lights. But the Bible says that we should not copy the behavior and or the customs of this world. But in everything in our living sacrifice, the Bible says that we are to let God transform. The Bible says let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. In this we are called to be different. One thing my parents always told me D 
deal, just be yourself. But a lot of times we, we change who we are to fit in certain groups. But I just want to tell somebody, whoever you are, just be you. And by being you, I, I'm, I'm saying make sure that God is your priority. I got a shirt that says, just God, period. Your life ought to be just God, period. Your thoughts ought to be just God, period. You should only want to please just God, period. And when, when you put God on the back burner and you put people in the place of God, again, you have put yourself in danger. Because verse 1 says, a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. And if we're going to live this life, why not be acceptable to God? I don't know about you, but I want to be accepted by God. I don't know about you, but I want him to say well done. And, and if I want him to say well done, I have to do my part by being that light. His word should be so important to you. His son should be so important to you. The Holy Spirit should be so important to you because that is what is used to transform us into a new person. But notice this scripture is not talking about your friends is not talking about your family. It says transform you is personal into a new person by changing the way you think. Now I, I can look back over my life and I've not always thought the way that I think now. And the older and older I get, the more wiser I'm going to get. And even later on in my life, I'll be able to say that I've not always thought like this because there should be growth in all of our lives. Stuff that you thought was right in your past, the closer you got to God, he showed you that you was wrong. Even today, there may have been some things that you thought was right, but God had to touch your heart and, and, and prove to you that that is the wrong way of thinking. That is the wrong way of living. And I just stopped by to tell you, why not give God thanks when he changed the way we think? 
Because, look, look, if a lot of us still thought the way that we used to think, we wouldn't be where we are today. You, I understand you at the house, but you miss your shell right there. Because if you still thought the way you used to think, you, you would miss out on the blessings that you have. You, have, you would have missed out on the favor that you have. You would have missed out on so much. But thank God that he has the power to transform our mind. As believers, we should evaluate every decision on the basis of biblical principles. Knowing that obedience brings God's blessings. You know, one thing, I've gotten a lot from my dad and his ministry, but one thing that I will always keep. If you want to be blessed, you don't have to do all this miraculous stuff. If you want to be blessed, just be obedient. If you want better in your life, Learn how to be more obedient. If you want blessings in your life, just learn how to be obedient. Obedience and blessings goes together. You can't have one without the other. So somebody saying, well, obedient meaning obedient to God and because in this life we're going to see so much that is not of God that you should depend on the Holy Spirit to keep you on the right track. Lord, I see so much mess. But Lord, I'm trying to stay on the narrow road. Narrow is the way. Lord, help me to stay on the narrow road. Lord, help me to stay committed. Lord, help me to stay focused on the narrow road. Lord, help me to not get sidetracked. Lord, help me to not get distracted. Lord, just help me to stay on the narrow road. Mm. When you are away from God, it's easy to conform to the world. It's easy to follow the world when your life is not connected with him.
So in your life, you need to learn how to put God first in everything. Because even in the moment that you are that you think you are right about a decision, God has a way of transforming your mind to his will. So how do I live? Live to please God. And I'm not even trying to fool you. Yes, I'm going to be real. Yes, we are hermits. Yes, we have thoughts. Yes, we have feelings. But we have to make sure that we are living by the Spirit of God. A lot of people been upset last couple of weeks. I too, I just felt like, Lord, how could this be? But we can't always go off of how we feel. Because the scripture says, when we are weak, yet he is strong. So in those low moments, we, we, we must depend on the Lord. But even when you are able to live with a smile on your face, you still have to be able to depend on the Lord. Transform. We ought to be transformed. Into a new person. By changing the way you think. And you know, that's something that the enemy attacks. He attacks our mind. Because if he can get in our mind, if he can get in our head, he controls our thoughts, he controls our feelings, he controls our actions. That's why it is so important to make sure you are feeding yourself the word of God and continuing to stay in the prayer. Because any little second that he can get in your mind, you best believe, say that he's going to get in there. But God is able to keep us if we trust in him. The scripture said, then you will learn to know God's will for you. By allowing God to transform your mind, then you will understand <laughs> what his will is for you. And the only way that we will be able to learn the will is by being transformed. By staying committed. 
and his will which is good and pleasing and perfect. And by focusing on God's word and by being in the fellowship with him, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then your life will be in the will of God. You may know what the good and acceptable and perfect will of God is, but you can't prove it in your life without the transformation. When we seek to discern the will of God, we must also be committed to doing the will of God. I always say knowledge without application is useless. You want to be better. Uh, uh, you you want to be blessed. You want to do his will. But no, you want to know his will. But then when he show you his will, you don't want his will. So look, I'm going I'm to say this. Whatever you're praying for, add to your prayer life. Lord, if your direction is different, different from my desire, Lord, help me to follow your directions. Can I say it again? You should add to your prayer life, Lord, I want to know your will. And Lord, if your will is not my will, Lord, help me to obey your will. I'm going to say it one last time because somebody got it the first time, somebody got it the second time, and somebody going to get it this time. You ought to add to your prayer life, Lord, that whatever I want, if it's not what you want, help me to follow your will. Because God's will is always better than our own will. So people say, what is your life about, God? We must put God first in all that we do. Why? Because whatever we do with God, we know that it's going to last. Whatever we do, as long as it is God's will, it's going to work out. So Lord, help me to live my life as a living sacrifice for you. Lord, help me to live my life as a holy sacrifice for you because, Lord, I want to be better. I don't want to conform to all of this madness that is going on. Lord, keep me on the narrow road. 
So you all, we have to commit ourselves and we have to stay committed. And through that commitment, we will be transformed. And throughout that transformation, we're going to be better and better by His Holy Spirit. So wherever you are in your life, stay committed. Wherever you are in your life, transform yourself with God. You can't do it without God. Wherever you are in your life, make sure that you are seeking God's will. And not our own will. We must dedicate our lives to the will of God. So that's what I have for you this week. Be blessed. I hope I said something that touched your heart, touched your mind, and you can carry it with you. Until we meet again, smile because you are alive. Smile because you have your health and strength smile because it could be worse. And smile lastly because it will get better. God bless you.